Hello, hello, hello. It's uh, 10 past 11. Monday the 29th of January 2018. How are you? You know what, right? I don't mind saying I'm pretty whacked. Um, looking forward to a shower in bed. But you know, what I think we should all be doing is aspiring to create a life for ourselves where you can go to bed pretty whacked um, but feel like you've done you know a good day's worth of purpose pursuing <laughs> and passion pursuing um you can probably hear lucky meowing actually yes hello <laughs> she's head butting my hand um do you know what i mean so if you go to bed with that sense of satisfaction that like, yep good day hustled grinded worked hard pursued things did stuff that was productive put out good energy all that kind of stuff you know, then um, I think that's all that we can really aspire to. And just don't go to bed whacked thinking, I've just spent the day doing shit that I hate doing. Um, you know what I mean? If you can create a circumstance for yourself where you can go to bed tired, but you can go to bed thinking, you know what, that was a good day. Then that's, I think, what we should um, be aspiring to. Lucky, come here. <laughs> She's just moved, so I can't actually reach her. Anyway. Um, Yes, weekend was cool. Saturday I had this trustees meeting for the charity I'm a trustee for. Um, and yeah, it was a good meeting. I won't go into all the details of it. Some of it's obviously confidential. But um, I'll tell you what, one of the things that came out of it was we had um, commissioned somebody to do an analysis and a report of all of the data handling uh, at the charity. You may have heard about this thing called GDPR. GDPR, it's a European Union initiative all around about data handling and how you handle, capture, store, make available the data, personal data of um, people. And um, obviously it applies to veterinary practices, it applies to charities, it applies to lots of people. Um, and the United Kingdom is still a part of the EU and so this is coming into place in May and it's causing a lot of headaches for a lot of people trying to get ready for GDPR. Um, including charity I'm a trustee for. And so we commissioned this data analysis just to really try and get a handle on how all of the data is handled in the charity. And um, yeah, it was amazing to see all the multiple systems and mechanisms that are used, really not very efficient. Some of it's really old, a lot of legacy stuff, lots of different programs and spreadsheets and all this kind of stuff. And part of our mission is going to be to you know, try and sort all of that out in the coming months. Um, <clears throat> and it did really make me realize when I was thinking about the Ralph, you know, that um, we've got to really try and make sure that we get our systems and processes and things in place from the outset so that when we open and, you know, the months and the years pass, we try and contain the chaos, um, stay as paperless as we can, and yeah, just contain the chaos. The other thing that made me think, um, we had this conversation because some of our people uh, travel abroad at the charity and sometimes to countries where there's a lot of sort of fighting and terrorism and bombing and stuff like that. And, you know, this sort of thing between their personal responsibility as adults to make those choices to go if they want to go and your responsibility as an employer to not put your staff in harm's way. You know, um, you can't you can't stop them from going if they don't work for you but you could stop them from going if they do work for you uh, and it's an interesting one really because I can sort of say well you're an adult you make your own choices and on the flip side 
as an employer, you have a different set of responsibilities and priorities and, you know, reputational damage to a charity and things like that. It's an interesting conversation, actually, and a number of the different, different trustees were slightly different um, points along the spectrum. That was cool. Um, another thing that happened today was a clear example of this whole thesis I often talk about, about relationships on a couple of different occasions today. Um, I'll tell you what, there's an endless stream of opportunities coming at my door at the moment, little ideas that people are asking about and maybe want to partner with and things like this. And some of them are just manifesting from existing relationships, but also a lot of this kind of stuff, you know, putting stuff out on social media, talking out loud about what you're doing, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that thesis again about your network and relationships and people and all that stuff. Um, very, very cool. I'm actually just going to pop back, I think, after the break and just talk a little bit more about something else. So I'll catch you in a sec. So the other thing I wanted to just um, talk a little bit about was uh, Lilia and I managed to squeeze in watching a documentary yesterday called um, Sacred Science. And it was all about um, medicinal plants, um, essentially, you know, how, I can't remember the exact statistics, but, um, sorry, I'm just feeling lucky at the same time as talking to you. Um, something like 4,000 different plants or something like that in the Amazon forest, rainforest. And, um, how something like 25%, something like that, of modern pharmaceuticals are basically based on extracts from plants that are found in the Amazon. It might be more than that, don't quote me on that. But um, it was this whole thesis about how, you know, um, we do no one a favor by being closed off to traditional, natural remedies and medicine men um, and in some ways, there's kind of two, or there's more, but there's at least two interesting things going on there. There's this kind of almost sanctimonious stance by scientists who, you know, sort of don't want to acknowledge or recognize that uh, there might be something to what nature has to provide and what, you know, natural healers and medicine men and things like that um, have to offer. There's also this kind of, you know, pharmaceutical drug companies don't really want people knowing necessarily where they derive their drugs from. Um, make it seem like they've kind of, you know, manufactured something out of thin air and uh, then go on and sell it for a lot of money. Um, the whole kind of, you know, need for people to be more open-minded, to be more holistic, being more integrative, um, <clears throat> to embrace nature, natural way of living, to maybe come to realize and understand that, you know, modern science may not be all that it's cracked up to be, um, to be more open to the harms, the pros and the cons, you know, the side effects and the benefits, all that kind of stuff. Um, so this documentary was about eight individuals with various kinds of diseases had gone out to the Amazon to be in a sort of hospital. I put that in air quotes because it's not a hospital in the sense that you might consider it. Uh, but, you know, basically 
they were being treated as patients, they were being looked after well, and they were being treated by traditional medicine men. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it was just kind of like tracking their progress and um, what kind of response they had and things like that. And I'm not going to go into all the detail. And you know, you should you should maybe give give an hour, an hour and a quarter of, I think it's about an hour and a quarter of your time up and watch it sometime when you, you feel like it, you know, it might be quite interesting to you. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things that more and more people I wish would allow themselves to be open-minded enough to at least listen to these sorts of things and pay them some attention. And part of the, you know, the overarching theme of the documentary was one, that there may be more things out there in those, in places like that that we could benefit from as a global humanity. And the other aspect being the fact that it's, you know, these kinds of environments in indigenous places are being destroyed. I mean, I, I can't remember the data, but isn't it something ridiculous like half of the Amazon rainforest or something like that has been decimated already? We lose those things forever. We're never going to get them back. Um, we don't deserve to have them, to be honest, the disgusting way in which man is behaving these days. But. Um, not just these days, to be honest, but anyway. Um, you know, but nonetheless, that like, maybe we can help, or the idea behind the documentary was maybe they could try and help preserve and protect some of these environments if we could sort of show there's some value there as well. But anyway, it was just, uh, it's called Sacred Science. Think about watching it. Um, just something I wanted to share with you, not really entrepreneurship related, other than the open-minded theme, I think is a valuable one, but um, cool. Right, well, I'm gonna, clean out Lucky's litter tray, because she's currently causing chaos in it, uh, have a shower and hit the sack, uh, another big day tomorrow, um, so I will catch you again soon, and in the meantime, take chances, be compassionate, live in a beautiful state, have an open heart, and an open mind, cheers, bye.